Yo, what is going on, everyone? My name is Nick or the Notorious Fantasy. And in today's video, I'm bringing you guys my early round risky running backs for the 2020 NFL season. Now, I'm going to be talking about the guys going in rounds one through four that a lot of people are going to deem as risky and give them a true grade for myself if I want to draft them or if I'm going to try to be passing on these certain players going in the first couple of rounds. Now, before I get into the video, I'd like to ask if at any point in this video you end up enjoying to please click that subscribe button down below. It's free and it helps me out a whole whole bunch. It's also going to help you guys win your fantasy football championship. If you want that extra edge, you can go down below as well. In the description is where I sell my draft guide on Patreon. It's $7.50 a month, so you want it for July and August. It's $15 total dollars if you wanted to just buy it in August. Obviously, next month, it's only $7.50. I tried to price it fairly, and I think that it's a very, very, very good deal. I put a lot of hard work into it. So before we get into it, or actually not before we get into it, let's just get right into it. Early round, risky running bikes. So the number one risky running back here, Dalvin Cook, obviously the first running back going out of all these guys. FFPC ADP 6.21. If you guys are new here, FFPC ADP, ADP is average draft position. FFPC is a higher stakes type of website where it costs you a couple, like a hundred plus dollars to draft on the website. His height is 5'10". He is 210 pounds of the Minnesota Vikings, 24.9 years old on his contract year, but he's obviously holding out for that new contract, so that's pretty much the reason why he's risky, but there's also other reasons baked into it. His workout metrics out of college are 4.49, 40-yard dash, 80th percentile, 74th percentile speed score, 12th percentile burst score, 13th percentile agility score, and 67th percentile bench score. I would not pay too heavy attention into his burst score and his agility score because we have seen Dalvin Cook obviously play over the last couple of years, and the guy's an absolute talent at the running back position one of the best running backs in the league when healthy but when healthy is also a reason why he's kind of a risk so Dalvin Cook of the Minnesota Vikings is ADP on fantasy pros which combines a bunch of different websites together running back number five overall pick six in the first overall round so running back number five last season in 14 games he had 20.9 PPR points per game so he was absolutely dominant in that category really helping you guys win every single week last year when you had him obviously until he ended up getting hurt at the most important part of the season 250 carries 17.9 per game eighth at the running back position 1135 rushing yards 81.1 per game ninth at running back 63 total targets 4.5 per game 13th at running back 53 receptions 3.8 per game 10th at running back 519 receiving yards 37.1 per game sixth at running back red zone touches were 50 3.6 per game sixth at running back and his total touchdowns were 13th seventh at running back so every single category except for one was top 10 at his position. When Dalvin Cook was healthy, he was up there with Christian McCaffrey as one of the most consistent running backs in fantasy football. The only category he fell out of the top 10 in was the target category, but that doesn't really concern me too much considering if you're getting 60 targets per year and you're still going to be able to rush over a thousand yards to get a zillion touchdowns like Dalvin Cook can, that's obviously not too worrisome. But where does the worry really come for me? So first it comes with his injury concerns and there's obvious holdout concerns as well. I could speak about that first. So obviously right now he wants that contract that is north of Christian McCaffrey's contract. Christian McCaffrey got an arm and a leg to play for the Carolina Panthers. They gave him a zillion dollars. You want to know why? Because Christian McCaffrey is a wide receiver and a fucking running back combined smacked into one to form the greatest combination for fantasy football ever. Dalvin Cook is not that guy and Dalvin Cook has the injury concerns and you you got to bake these two together because they are one as a whole because he's holding out. He wants the big contract, right? This is the fucking contract. This is him holding out. They want to get close, but then the injury concerns absolutely hits the 619 Rey Mysterio straight 
onto his contract negotiations. How can you give a guy north of Christian McCaffrey money who just gets hurt all the time? He cannot stay healthy. He is deemed a high injury risk by sports injury predictor. His chance of injury in 2020 is above 50%, 56.8%. His projected games missed for 2020 is 1.8. And his durability rating 5 is the top for durability. 1 is the worst for durability. And guess what? Dalvin Cook is number 1, which is not very nice for Dalvin Cook. So obviously, there's huge fucking concerns for Dalvin Cook. With all of this kind of baked in, I'm just going ahead and fading Dalvin Cook where he's going as the running back number five. If you're getting him later in the first round because a lot of people are worried about his contract situation, his injury, go ahead and take him because he's worth that price. But right now when we're talking about this, it's July 1st. Today is July 2nd as you guys are watching this. Don't fucking do it. I'm going to stay away from Dalvin Cook. I'm very scared of the injury concern. The guy has not completed a season in his NFL career, so I'm not going to trust it, and I'm not going to believe in Dalvin Cook, even though last year he really proved everyone wrong by just tearing it up when he was healthy, but that when he was healthy is obviously a big concern because the guy is never fully healthy. Next guy on the list up here is David Johnson. David Johnson, obviously shout out to the fantasy footballers. This guy is, he's probably the most confusing running back to figure out for this season and the most polarizing. There's people on one side that fucking love David Johnson. They're thinking David Johnson is a mortal lock of the century. Bet the mortgage, bet the house, bet everything you own because he is a absolute lock of a pick in the round he goes in. Then other people are saying, fuck David Johnson. He screwed me last year. He did this. He did that. He never looked the same. So I'm going to talk about what I think about him. FFPC ADP pick 38, six foot one, now a Houston Texan after being on Arizona. And then the Arizona Cardinals decided to say, hey, let me get DeAndre Hopkins for David Johnson, like some stupid pick. And we're going to go ahead and run away with it. Amazing move, obviously, out of the Arizona Cardinals. So David Johnson moves on to a team where he actually has a pretty good spot now because Kenyon Drake obviously became the Cardinals leading rusher. 224 pounds, six foot one for David Johnson out of Northern Iowa, 28.6 years old. His workout metrics are very good. 4.5. 40-yard dash, 77th percentile, 91st percentile speed score, 96th percentile burst score, 83rd percentile agility score, and 85th percentile bench press. His best comparable player on player profiler is LT. And a lot of people don't like when I say LT is LaDainian Tomlinson, so I'll just say his whole ass name. So looking into him right now, his ADP is running back number 20. His overall pick 38, and he's a fourth-round pick. So he's obviously at an extreme discount from what he was last season, arguably a lot of people's top five, a top five running back for very many people. And obviously he just took a straight dump on your chest last year if you drafted him to be that. But now he's in a whole new situation. Last year, his stats were absolutely atrocious. Running back number 37 on the year, 13 games played, but he really only started nine of them because Kenny Drake obviously came in deeper into the season. 11.8 PPR points per game, 29th at running back, 94 total carries, 7.8 per game, not very good, 345 rushing yards, 47 targets, 36 receptions, 370 receiving yards, red zone touches were 23, and total touchdowns were number six, so he wasn't very good in any category, except for, I would say, the receiving yards, which is where he was 16th, and you know David Johnson is one of those guys who's an elite pass catcher, he's one of those guys that you just get the ball into his hand, and he absolutely changes how the game is played, he just demolishes the defense, he's a game changer for the team, but he just hasn't looked like that of recently. The guy has really took a steep 
inclined due to injury. So looking at the Houston Texans right now, the Texans vacated stats. Obviously, they get rid of the running back. Who was starting for them last year? Obviously, they had Duke Johnson last year as well as Carlos Hyde. So the Texans vacated stats, 254 rushing attempts, 1,110 rushing yards, six rushing touchdowns, 17 targets, and 51 receiving yards. So there's obviously room on this team for David Johnson to have a monster year. Obviously, the coach, Bill O'Brien, the biggest dumbass in NFL coaching history and GMing history because he's like the GM and the coach at the exact same time, which I don't know how the Houston Texans allowed that, especially after he gave fucking, he literally, Brock Osweiler stole so much money from Houston. The people of Houston should be very sad about that. But probably not as sad as the people of Houston were after they traded away their star player and DeAndre Hopkins got David Johnson in return. But with that said, Bill O'Brien knows they have to use everything David Johnson has in him to power through this year because they just have to. They got rid of David Johnson or they got rid of DeAndre Hopkins for him. They're going to keep hammering, 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 hammering the rock. So the biggest concern is what happens when they actually do this, when they try to pound the guy into the dirt so he goes six feet under. I really don't know. I mean, his injury stats are not looking super hot. He's a medium risk of injury by sports injury predictor, fourth out of fifth on the durability scale. So it's actually pretty good. When he gets hurt, he's actually able to come back and play in those games. His projected games miss for 2020 is 2.7. So David Johnson is a clear risk. But going in the fourth round is where you can begin to take risks for me. If you're taking him in the second round, the third round, I'll call you fucking crazy because that's how I believe you are. You're fucking crazy. But in the fourth round, you pick him there and you have the immense upside of the fact that David Johnson could be seeing the ball a zillion times. I understand that Bill O'Brien might be the worst play caller in the history of the NFL, but David Johnson is going to be getting the rock early and often in these games. I think he could easily be in a 1,000-yard rusher, but I could also see him falling off the cliff. So let me know down below what you guys think about David Johnson, actually, since he's probably the most controversial back out of all of these picks. I'm going to go ahead and put the draft stamp on him, so let me know down below in the comments. And while you're down there, click that subscribe button if you haven't already. So next running back on the list here is TG31, Todd Gurley of the Atlanta Falcons, which is pretty weird. I almost said the LA Rams because he's got the Rams jersey, but obviously he got traded, not traded. He actually got straight up cut he got his ass axed from the LA Rams in the offseason and the Falcons ended up paying him 26.28 ADP on FFPC six foot one 227 pounds first round pick just a couple of years ago 25.9 years old seven or not a 7.50 40 yard dash a 4.50 40 yard dash 77th percentile 92nd percentile speed score his burst score and agility score are not there and he's 27th percentile bench press this guy's a fucking beast if I'm gonna be honest with you Todd Gurley is an absolute animal in the past he was a fucking beast. He was one of the best running backs in the NFL. The reason why the Rams made the Super Bowl and then got smacked by the Patriots, it's because Todd Gurley was so good. And then once Todd Gurley kind of got hurt and they, they're in the Super Bowl, Sean McVay saying, oh, Todd Gurley's going to come back. And then he just never fucking shows up. That's what happens. Todd Gurley is clearly still injured. That knee is clearly bothering him. And you could tell by his last season stats. Todd Gurley is coming into the draft right now. He's running back number 14, overall pick number 27, and a third round pick. Now, his running back number 14 number, oh, that sounds all fine and fucking dandy, but it really isn't. In those 15 games, his numbers were severely elevated by one category, which is pretty easy to see. It's the touchdown category. He scored 14 total touchdowns, 
fifth at the running back category. Nothing else were even top 15 besides red zone touches, which is obviously how he scored all those touchdowns. So his numbers really weren't all that good. They were boosted by the touchdown total, which obviously gets you six fantasy points every single time. 14.5 PPR points per game, 17th at running back, 223 carries, 17th at running back, 857 rushing yards, 19th at running back, 50 targets, 20th at running back, 31 receptions, 33rd at running back, 207 receiving yards, 38th at running back. So the touchdown total really is what elevated Todd Gurley. And it's very easy to see. The guy was not a very proficient runner. All they have to do is hand the ball to Todd Gurley and he finds his way into the promised land in the end zone. I don't give a fuck if Todd Gurley has one knee, if he has zero knees, because he's going to find his way into the end zone regardless. The guy just has the nose for the end zone. And that's obviously going to help Todd Gurley. But what happens if Todd Gurley gets just six touchdowns? Then his numbers are going to look absolutely atrocious. And he's probably not even his top 20 running back. And that's why I'm very nervous about Todd Gurley. Is just his scoring being strictly based off of the touchdowns that he scored last season. But if you want to look even further, that knee injury is clearly going to fuck him over, at least in my opinion. 2019, we saw Todd Gurley's lowest touches ever in the league. That's due to that knee injury. Mr. Sean McVay before the season was saying, Oh my God, he's going to be perfectly fine, blah, 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 blah. And then he puts him on on this fucking lockdown. They handcuff him to the bed like some kinky shit's about to happen. No, it's no 50 shades of gray. He's handcuffed down to the fucking actual... He's just handcuffed to the bench because he can't get out there half the goddamn time because Sean McVay's not allowing him because he doesn't want his knee to absolutely shatter before they can make the playoffs. And then once they let him loose, he was balling out. But the problem is, if you let him loose for 16 games, the guy's probably gonna end up fucking passing away on the field. Questions still surround the health of Todd Gurley as offensive coordinator Dirk Cutter still has no fucking idea how healthy Todd Gurley is. And Dirk Cutter, if you don't know who he is, he's the offensive coordinator for the Atlanta Falcons, Todd Gurley's new team. That guy hates running the ball. He probably has a picture of a running back on the wall with the circle around it and then the X through it because he hates running backs. This motherfucker threw the ball, had his offense throw the ball the most on offense in the NFL last season. And I honestly don't predict that to change at all in 2020. Sure, maybe he's the fourth most pass-heavy offensive team. Whoa, whoop-de-doo. He's still not going to be fucking down there at, like, number 15 or at number 20. No, he's always going to be a pass-heavy coach. And Dirk Cuddle struggled. Dirk Cutter struggles. Sorry, I just got hit with a tongue twister. Sally sips seashore, something like that. Sally something seashells by the seashore. That's the tongue twister right there for you guys. So I don't know. I'm very worried about Todd Gurley, if I'm being honest with you. And the fact that they don't really know what the fuck is wrong with his knee has me very, very... Well, they obviously know what's wrong with his knee because he has knee arthritis like he's your great-grandfather, but they just don't know if he's going to be healthy and be good. So I'm just staying clear away from him. I'm putting the pass, the strict avoid, throw him away, yell Kobe, make him land in the garbage can. The final guy of the video that we are going to be talking about here of the riskier type of running backs for fantasy football 2020 is none other than Green Bay Packers running back A.A. Ron Jones, 17.48 FFPC ADP, 5'9", 208 pounds, 25.6 years old. He ran a 4.56 at the combine, 60th percentile, 48th percentile speed score, 86th percentile burst score, 89th percentile agility score, and a 20th percentile bench press, but he's far better than that. Aaron Jones last year finished as the running back two. This year coming in average draft position, running back number 13, overall pick 15, and a second 
round pick. Now, I've actually really changed my opinion on Aaron Jones, but first I want to read his stats. Running back two last year, like I said, playing in all 16 games, 19.7 PPR points per game, third at running back, 236 carries, 14.8 per game, 15th at running back, 1,084 rushing yards. 67.8 per game, 11th in the NFL. 69 targets, very nice for Aaron Jones. 4.3 per game, 11th at running back. 49 receptions, 3.1 per game. 14th at running back. 474 receiving yards, 29.6 per game. 8th at running back. Red zone touches, 44, 2.8 per game. 11th at running back. And his total touchdowns were number one in the NFL with 19. Aaron Jones was going absolutely beast mode last season. Now, you have to take into account, there's going to be people saying, oh my god, he was running back two because of his 19 touchdowns, Nick, are you stupid? If he only scored 10 touchdowns, it would have been running back number seven. If he only scored five, would have been running back number 13. So I used to think Aaron Jones was risky. No longer. Some Most people think he's risky. I'm stamping the bang, Nick Bosa style, throwing that fucking flag straight into the ground. Draft Aaron Jones. I'm liking him way more than I personally thought I would due to these stats. He's not relying on the touchdowns just because A.J. Dillon is going to be on that team. Just because A.J. Dillon is there. Oh, A.J. Dillon's going to steal these touchdowns. A.J. Dillon isn't going to do shit. He's going to split with Jamal Williams. Aaron Jones is still going to be the head alpha eating like Ezekiel Elliott all season long. I really believe in Aaron Jones. My opinion has completely changed after just looking at a couple of those stats and obviously doing the math and figuring out that he doesn't need to score 19 fucking touchdowns to be a top 12 running back unless he just scores if he scores five that will be number 13 so that's close enough for me i love each and every single one of you motherfuckers please 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 make sure to click that subscribe button if you ended up enjoying and buy my draft guide as well i'd really appreciate it if not just check it out if you don't want to buy it and just let me know what you guys think about how it works if you've already bought it let me know how you like it i'm going to be adding new stuff pretty much every single day i love each and every single one of you guys and i'll see you guys tomorrow with yet another banger of a video goodbye my friends